Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Finding a decent place where you can actually afford to live uh, is a challenge for too many British Columbians. In fact, it has become a crisis. As Premier David Eby speaking yesterday in Vancouver as he lays out the province's affordable housing plan. A lot in there. Much of it was announced previously and some crucial details missing as well. We've got an anti-flipping tax in there. If you sell a property within two years of buying it, potentially you're exposed to that tax. New density rules, up to four units of housing to be built on a single family lot. Secondary suites, legal everywhere, and forgivable loans to build a secondary suite in your home. Got Dylan Kruger standing by to discuss. Let's listen to more of the David Eby here. Here he is talking about the goal of this plan. Our plan will create a lot more of these middle-class homes through provincial zoning rules, faster permitting, less red tape, and more incentives. And our plan will create more rental housing stock by making it easier and legal for people to rent out secondary and basement suites across the province. Okay, will the plan work? Let's discuss now with my guest, Delta City Councillor Dylan Kruger. Very pleased to welcome him back. Councillor, thank you for coming on today. Mike, thanks for having me. Okay, Dylan, you've been calling for aggressive measures here to get more housing built, more affordable housing on the market. What did you think of the announcement yesterday? Uh, I was really excited about it. I think on balance, it's a really good step in the right direction. Um, What I've been saying for a number of years uh, on your show Mike, is that this housing crisis uh, will only be resolved by a drastic increase in supply. To tackle the supply deficit, we need to address municipal permitting processes and zoning reform. Uh, so what I'm most excited about in this plan uh, is, is the opportunity for, for zoning reform for municipalities, uh, ensuring that uh, on a single-family lot you can build a duplex, a triplex, uh, or a fourplex, uh, legalizing secondary suites everywhere in BC. It's crazy to me that there's still cities that don't allow secondary suites uh, and also a commitment to work to standardize the approval process across the board. Those are big measures that I'm optimistic uh, will make a difference. Okay, let's listen to the Premier here talking about the, the zoning changes that you just referenced here. So a lot of the housing base in our province continues to be those single-family zoned neighbourhoods, who doesn't want to live in a, in a home like that? That's the dream for a lot of people, but we need more housing. So the province saying they will allow, as you said, up to four four housing units on a single lot. Uh, you will get, you're going to get resistance from some people in some of these neighborhoods. Now, here's the question, and he was asked this yesterday. How is this going to work? Like, are you going to bring the hammer down on municipalities and force them to allow this? Here's what he had to say, then we'll get your thoughts. Let's listen. The rezoning, which will be a provincial law, it will establish base standards across the province. Uh, it will be a requirement, a province-wide standard, uh, to make sure that it works as intended. Uh, we're going to need to engage with municipalities. Okay, so this is going to be a provincial law. They'll have to work with the municipalities. Dylan, you're a city councillor. Do you understand how this is going to work? Uh, no, the short answer, no. And we're going to have to wait until the fall to see, you know, what the legislation actually looks like. Uh, you know, for me, I think it's a good idea in theory. 
There's other mayors and councillors that think it's a terrible idea in theory, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to see the legislation to understand practically how this will work and how it will gel uh, with our existing zoning laws. Uh, but what I will say is this, under the current system, basically, uh, home, uh, pr- prospective home buyers and people that are looking for a place to rent have two choices. They can go for a single family home that is drastically out of reach uh, for all except for those who are very, very fortunate to have some family wealth or have done well for themselves. Uh, or you're looking at, at, a, at a condo building, at a high-rise building uh, on an ar- arterial. Those are fine housing options for some, but not for everybody. We need uh, more depth and breadth of housing options, and we need to finally unlock the vast majority of the neighborhoods in our region uh, that have been stuck in time capsules for a number of decades. This will allow cities to grow naturally like they have done uh, for thousands of years. Um, we, need to, we need to see the natural growth and evolution of our cities come back. What about some of these neighborhoods where there has been concerns raised about the lack of infrastructure to be able to service a, a massive increase in density? Do you have the, the, the sewer capacity? Are there enough schools in the, in the neighborhood? Where are people going to park their car? Like, are you, you're going to put four homes on a single lot now. Is it going to be Carmageddon on these side streets? Your thoughts? Yeah, so a few different things. I mean, I, we've got a hierarchy of needs in our communities, and I really believe the right to safe and adequate housing is the most important of those needs. It doesn't negate other challenges that we have. I think the province has been clear that they need to come along and support municipalities to build the infrastructure to accommodate uh, extra people who are coming, whether we like it or not. We know that with the federal immigration targets, you know, we're expecting a million more people in this region in the next 20 years. So they're going to come. Those challenges are going to be there. Are we going to have the housing for them when they do come? Uh, I'm at the UBC on Housing Summit right now in Vancouver, where I just heard Minister yeah. Callan speak. Uh, and I think that's recognized. Like, we have more work to do on in infrastructure, but that doesn't negate our housing challenges. Okay, let's talk a little bit about those secondary suites. Now, this is interesting. Like, some municipalities, it, it is still illegal to have a basement suite in a home. David Eby saying yesterday, these secondary suites will be allowed. They will be legal everywhere in the province and i thought interestingly he also talked about making forgivable loans available to homeowners if they want to build a suite in their home to rent out you'd be eligible to get some forgivable loans here there's a lot of unanswered questions about how this this loan is going to work he was asked about that yesterday here's david eb again on these secondary suite loans for homeowners let's listen it's the same with the loan for people to uh, open up a secondary suite in their home. Uh, who our partners will be? Credit unions and banks? Will government deliver it directly? What will work best for people uh, in terms of the actual programming? So there's work to do. Yeah, there's work to do and there's some questions to answer here and some details to be spelled out to people about how this is going to work. Dylan Kruger, your thoughts on this? Sound like a good idea to you? Yeah, and again, the devil will be in the details, but one of the biggest challenges we have uh, in municipalities is enforcement around illegal suites. Um, illegal suites do crop up all the time, and, and especially when they're not allowed. Uh, you still get suites, but they're, they're unsafe. Uh, they don't meet code. Uh, they're fire hazards, and that could put uh, tenants at risk. So I'm very supportive of measures that will support people legalizing potentially illegal suites, uh, and to do that, there is a cost, uh, an upfront cost to do that. We want to create opportunities to legalize suites, which makes them safe and allows municipalities to track them. So uh, I know that cost is a barrier to a lot of people. So in, in theory, I, I think that's great, but we'll, we'll have to see more details when they come out.
Okay, anti-flipping tax uh, contained in this announcement yesterday. Again, this is kind of a re-announcement of something the government talked about earlier. So if you purchase and resell a home, a residential home within two years, you're potentially liable to this this flipping tax. Here's David Eby talking on that point yesterday. Let's listen. If you are holding a home right now that you intend to flip, uh, if you are thinking about buying a home for the purposes of flipping it, the message today is that this tax is coming. It will cost you money. Uh, so uh, stop uh, engaging in that activity. Homes are for British Columbians to live in in this province. Delta Councillor Dylan Kruger, your thoughts? Yeah, that one's probably good politics, but I don't think that's going to do anything to solve the housing crisis. I mean, if we're looking for additional tax tax revenue, if, if that's the goal, if it's that we've decided that that selling a house within one or two years of buying it is is a bad thing and we'd like to discourage that behavior, then okay, fine. But if the goal is to address the housing crisis and make housing more affordable, I, I don't see I don't see how that will be helpful. Right. Do you see a situation here where some municipalities may resist some of these changes? Maybe they don't want to allow fourplexes in single-family-zone neighbourhoods. Maybe they don't want basement suites. Maybe they're concerned about housing and, and, and parking and that kind of thing, and they don't want to do this. Would the government then have to bring the hammer down? Is this like, do you have any, any concerns around the province kind of taking over local jurisdiction and authority? I know some councils will have that challenge and they you know, believe that they, are, they should be the final authority on these decisions. It's important to remember that municipalities are creatures of the provinces and we are, we are creatures of the Local Government Act and the Community Charter. So the province gets to dictate the powers that we can or cannot have. One of the biggest challenges we've had in the last several decades is municipalities that have not been able to deliver housing quickly enough uh, or, or, or enough of it. So I, I, I'm supportive of, of the province taking this direction. Um, we, we, we need to build the housing, and that needs some, some bold decisions, but certainly not everyone will be comfortable with that. 